We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, Justin from Land Sharks After Dark here. Talk to you about my bookie. You've heard me talk about it on the show uh, for several weeks now. They've been with us uh, all through football season. Basically, it's just a great way uh, to online sports bet on any sport, but especially obviously for us right now, college football is a big focus. We talk about it every week on the show, go through lines that are fun. And I mean, if you've never bet before, uh, obviously I'm not going to encourage you to do that, but it is a fun, uh, activity for adults to partake in. And my bookie makes it easier than any other site. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a great place to put your money. You know, I wouldn't recommend something to you that I don't personally believe in. Uh, and I've used my bookie. It's a great site at my bookie. Uh, you play, you win, you get paid. It's as simple as that. If you use our promo code, you're going to get a deposit match on deposits of $100 or more. Uh, and then also you're going to get $25 extra with our code SHARK25. That's S-H-A-R-K-2-5. That's all you got to do when you sign up for my bookie. Uh, it's that easy, guys. And then you can go ahead and get started and play along with us here on the show. All right, let's get started. Welcome to Land Sharks After Dark, your weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is Ole Miss Athletics. I'm your host, Justin Sanders. Uh, we are back for the week of football season in the books. It is Tuesday, September 25th. My co-host, John Stefanczyk, still in Germany. I think we've got another week of that going on. So moving through some uh, some different guest hosts, different setups. Um, and actually, i got to say, we have a uh, pretty huge get for the show. Um, you know, I didn't ever expect this to happen. Uh, was this somebody that's extremely relevant to what we're talking about? Uh, has connections to Ole Miss, has a lot of connections to LSU, Ole Miss's opponent this week. Uh, and honestly, I'm just I, I'm just thrilled this is happening. So let me go ahead and introduce my ghost, uh, my guest, excuse me, the head coach of the LSU Tigers. We got Ed O'Dron. How you doing, Coach O? Oh, Justin, thanks for having me on. <laughs> it's a big week. It's a big week of football for oh. your Rebels. Oh yeah. Well, how's how? What is this like for you, Coach? Uh, you know, coaching LSU against the team you used to coach a long time ago in Ole Miss. What's going through your head uh, when oh, this game comes around? Oh, Justin. Oh, I call it R E V N G Revenge Week. <laughs> oh, Down in the a, swamp. It's re- okay. Wait, no, that's Dan Mullen in the swamp. I'm in the I'm in the oh, t- okay, in the Death coach. Valley. I, I make that mistake all the time too. It, it seems like the swamp should be in Louisiana, right? It's it's an easy mistake to make. I understand. So this is a revenge game for you, is that right? You feel like Ole Miss kind of slighted you? Oh, just because I only win five games, they fire me after two seasons. <laughs> and that's that's unfair, right? You should have been given how many more? Just you know, until you got it right, you were gonna get it eventually, right? Look what Houston Nutt did. He don't know what's going on he with just my players. Used your players, right? Yeah, those are your hard nosed guys. You got there. Wow. Okay, so uh, obviously your Tigers are favored in this game. We'll miss kind of having a a rough go of it so far. But I mean, do you anticipate a good game on Saturday night? It's going to be what, like an eight eight something kickoff? Probably be a pretty good crowd for your Tigers. Oh, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. U G L Y. That's one word I can't spell. <laughs> Uh, that in football, the European way with a U. <laughs> Don't forget, I coached at the U. Coached the Rock. Uh, you spell football with a U like the European style. Right, we don't have time to get into that. I assume it has something to do with uh, Louisiana, you know, having Napoleonic law still. But it's not. We don't have to. We don't have to explain it. Uh, okay, well, what do you see as the keys to the game for your Tigers? Or uh, if Ole Miss was going to pull off an upset, how would how would that go down to you? Or is, it's probably just unfathomable to you, right? You're a winner. Oh, oh, but I think about it at night, late at night when I can't sleep. I think really? about the the way the Rebels win football games. You know, they 
they they end up hurting the quarterbacks. They break their <laughs> legs. That's the only way they beat State last year. Yeah, Texas Tech this year, right? So they can't. Yeah, Texas Tech, and they're gonna come for Joe Burrow. But we we watching. <laughs> we watching. All right, that's good. And we yeah. don't have no backup, so you know I've got to worry about that part. Yeah, that's good. I I, I want to ask you, Coach. You know, one of the things that I think is coolest about uh, LSU and their football team is uh the the real tight Mike the Tiger. Do you ever hang out with Mike? Mike, that's my real friend. Me and Mike. If people think I'm crazy. I'll be out there talking to Mike. Yeah. He grabs the back. I'm growling. I was like, whoa. Mike. You ever you ever get in there? I know they give him like some nice like raw steaks oh, and stuff. I, I, you like to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to take my shirt off and go in there with a couple T bones. You know. Yeah, they you smell and Mike. Feet. It's kind of like, a, no like a boys. Unless you football ain't got no fear. Like a boys' night kind of thing. Oh, he'd eat some land sharks now. Oh, yeah? Hmm. Some black bears or some racist old men in their gentry uniforms with their cane, whatever the old rebels used what to do be. You think, what do you think about the land shark? I mean, obviously you think a tiger would beat a land shark in a fight, but, I mean, would you, is that a cool mascot to you? Does that resonate with you, Coach o? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. I like uh, – fantastic things you know i don't mean fantastic cool i mean fantastic fantasy right oh really that's interesting it's like harry potter or what's kind of i do some role playing with my friends on the weekend rpg games like a larp like a larp kind of thing or yeah how you think i get all these recruits we go i go in their house i say i know your mama and we go i'm gonna take your son larp and it's a safe activity Before we use his body as a meat shield the, for Joe Burrow. And the kids the kids like that too? Like that's how you get those recruits? They're into it? I don't, well, oh, you mean the recruits as kids. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I scare children. Children are scared for of sure. me. But, yeah, but not it, the recruits. Yeah. They do like it. I'm, I'm a fun guy. Okay, yeah. Well, it's been an honor to have you on the show, Coach. Uh, like I said, huge gift for us. Um, you know, not sure we're ever going to be able to match this again. But, hey, uh, good luck to your Tigers on Saturday. Uh, I mean, I got to say, good luck to old Missile. They might need it going into Death Valley. Uh, but, hey, maybe you come back on the show sometime, and uh, we'll, we'll hear some more from you. But thanks a lot, Coach. Oh, thank you for having me. I'll uh, shut up so your other, your, your other host can come in. And oh, your, yeah. Your, your, well, your, think... Homer, your Homer host. Oh, yeah. I think, actually, yeah, it looks like uh, joining now. Oh, hey, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Joining the call now. We're a little bit late. Uh, got my other co-host, unfortunately, Coach O., uh, I think he put us on mute. He's got a. He said he was cooking up some boudin or something. So he's just gonna he's gonna mute his mic so that we don't hear the you know all the the cooking sounds. And we got Will Bedwell with us, host of Friday Rolling. What's up, buddy? How you doing, Will? Hey, what up? What up? I'm kind of sad I missed Coach. Oh man, I was it was, late. yeah, it's okay. You know, you you got important stuff going on down there on the coast. I know, but yeah, I mean, really great interview. Thanks a lot to Coach for doing that. Um, what's up, man? How you doing, Will? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um. Kind of having some, well, see, I was I was late getting on the call because I was trying to negotiate um, a little something at uh, the Beau Rivage. So I got in a little bit of trouble two weekends ago. Everyone said the over on the Ole Miss-Alabama uh-huh. game was sure. free money. And, and maybe also you got talked into thinking Ole Miss could cover. Yeah, also I did that. Yeah, now uh-huh. I, they've got a lean on my house. Oh, and you rent too. So for there to be a lien on it, that's a really bad sign. They yeah, somehow yeah, had, you, you yeah. signed your landlord's name or something uh, on the. At no, the she's this. Yeah, yeah, she's probably not too happy about that. Yeah, so maybe facing like a class C felony as well for uh, forgery or something. But uh, yeah, I mean, hey, you got to make it all back this week, right? You're gonna we're gonna we're all gonna right. get into our lines of the week later, and we'll figure out where you're gonna make it back, right? I can't wait to bet against the Tigers, but you know. Yeah, oh, we'll talk about we'll get to that line later in lines of the week, like I said. But uh, yeah, you know when you said Beau Rivage a few minutes ago, I kind of you kind of dropped into some sort of an accent. I don't know what that was, but it was kind of similar to, to so, <laughs> you know you living down there on the coast. I'm sure you uh, you're surrounded by the Cajuns and, and whatnot. You kind of it's good that we I have do, you. They this, are around. They're around. Yeah, you you, you and can. And I haven't. Um, I have not been watching Coach O. Uh, videos all afternoon, so right, it's not that would, that. there would be no reason for that. Yeah, and you also weren't on here for the interviews. That probably exactly. Is yeah, I missed the way you pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, you know, it is great to have you as a uh, a very Louisiana adjacent person these days. It's a it's a great week for you to be on the show. If you obviously we're talking about LSU this week, uh, Kent State was the game this past week. We can touch on it. I I didn't get a chance to watch a ton of it. Obviously. Uh, not the most exciting matchup. It is Ole Miss uh, in 2018, so the game was was fairly close. But 
Um, they, it took up my whole Saturday. Oh, those rain delays, right? So yeah. Was, yeah, so just constantly uh, the lightning and all of that. It was tied at halftime, right? Like 7-7 seven, seven or something? It was, and I did not bet at all. That's good. Well, that's, that's good. It's I great. Think, I think anyone betting on Ole Miss this year is kind of insane, but especially on a game like that where like they probably don't even have real lines on it. Um, no, they say, made me money that that first weekend the Rebs did, but yeah, downhill from there. I wonder hey, if do that's you the ever think about this season? Probably what? Uh, do you ever think about reading? You know, uh, if you're a gambling addict, call this number as part of your um, ads. Well. I would if it was in the copy, but uh, you know I haven't been told to, so I assume I know we're, not, we're not required I know, I know by law. And all that. Well, I, yeah, this time I was actually, but yeah, usually I am kind. Of, don't tell anybody. Usually okay. we're we're sticking straight to the script. That's what I love about it is like the other shows that my bookie's on. Like I'll be listening to Doughboys, and they'll read the exact same ad that I got for my bookie, and it's just like this is hilarious. Like. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'm good at it, but I. I don't think that their read of it is very good either. So part of the ad that's hilarious is the first thing in the copy is like, uh, ever since I started a podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Which is hold up right there. What? What is that about? Like that's no when, one. Everyone stopped. No one asked me, me for advice because I, I have a <laughs> yeah exactly. People listen to your podcast are like I'm not gonna say shit to this guy. I'm just gonna like from afar be like yeah that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, but like at least for a sports show. Okay, people might ask you where to sports bet. Maybe. It's, like, kind of conceivable. You know, maybe if we were on Clay Hall's show, Under the Covers, shout out. Check it out if you're a fan of this show. Uh, the, people probably really would ask us, right, because they're, like, the gambling experts over there. But, like, for Doughboys, like, two guys that host podcasts about fast food restaurants, I don't know why anyone would ask them for advice on sports betting, but whatever. It's beside the point. Thanks again to my bookie. Great people over there. Great friends of the show. I'm sure they wouldn't put a lien on my house. No, on no. my landlord's house. Well, they're not gonna. They're gonna have to put real money in to bet it there. Except for you put in the hundred dollars, you get the free hundred dollars of our uh, deposit match with code Shark Twenty Five. There you go. That's you can gamble with that all day. Um, I, yeah, my bookie uh, is great. Let's see what we're talking. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Back to Kent State. Kent State game tied seven seven at halftime. Uh, I guess on the positive side of things, Ole Miss. Ended their longest in the nation streak of giving up, I believe, more than 21 points. I think it was like 23 games in a row or something, which if you think about it is like insane. Like for more than two seasons, Ole Miss never kept any opponent under 21 points. And excuse me if I'm misquoting the exact specifics of this streak, but it was uh, it's pretty bad. Longest in the country. So I guess it's good that's over. It kind of had to end sometime, you would think, with playing like three cupcakes a year, but Whatever. Um, obviously, Ole Miss homers sell that as defensive improvement. Um, I guess we'll find out come Saturday when a uh, a much more talented team will be facing our uh, same level talent defense that uh, you know gave up all those points to SIU and got demolished by Bama. Um, but let's stick on the Kent State game for now. We talked about the weather delays. Uh, DK Metcalf made like a one-handed catch that was on Sports Center, I guess. Uh, Tomu got hurt. That's kind of, what, kind yeah, of a big the most story. worrying of the whole everything. Was it his right shoulder, I think? Like his throwing arm, right? Yeah. It's kind of a Bo Wallace-like injury. Uh, definitely something to keep an eye on as the season goes on. I don't think Matt Corral played in that game. Uh, maybe at the end he got in. I'm not sure. But uh, I don't know what's going on with that. I, I would hope in, in a more important game. Uh, like the LSU game, for instance, if Tiamu was hurt at all, like having trouble making the throws. I mean, he still threw for like 440 yards in the Kent State game. So, you know, however much it was limiting him, they were still able to execute the offense. But I would hope that they would be quick to put in Matt Corral um, to, to, to be able to keep running the offense effectively. But whatever, we'll see how that all plays out. Hopefully Tiamu's fine and there's no lingering effects there. But, you know, like I mentioned, Bo Wallace at Tulane, had that shoulder injury early on and really was never the same passer. So not saying that's what's going on here, but it's always on your mind as an old Miss fan. Um, let's see, Bill. You said you watched that game. Did anything else stand out to you? Right. Well, I was going to say after um, Tiamu hurt his uh, shoulder, Scotty, they were handing it off a lot right. to Scotty yeah. there for the next five, six minutes of gameplay possession time. Um, I did notice that. Yeah. And he's great. I'm really high on him. Oh, yeah. So what do we think? How did he – 
Alabama game, I guess he was slightly stifled. Not as much as the passing game. Right. I think I think relative to the team, he did pretty well. I mean, I think yeah. everybody was just complete shit other than DK Metcalf in that first seven seconds with that touchdown. Uh, could should just. I mean, I don't know why Ole Miss didn't like yell next touchdown wins right before that. You know, just right. Just, you got what to. is the name of the little bitty uh, running back? He's like still uh, an inch Tylen, taller than me. Tylen but. Knight. Tylen. Tylen. Yeah, and he got some late uh, touches yeah, I, there I after they because they kind of wore out Scotty, I think, for a second uh-huh. there. Yeah, I, and he, I, I like he had that. Some runs. He's a real exciting player for sure. We talked about him on the show before. Um. Yeah, he's, like you mentioned, very small. He's a true freshman, but he was kind of like the Mr. Football or whatever I want to say in Mississippi last year. He was the all-star of, or the MVP, I should say, of the uh, Mississippi-Alabama all-star game, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I- I'm happy to happy to see him get some more touches. Uh, it be interesting to see how his career plays out, if he's able to actually become, you know, SEC-type back at his size. It'll be uh, in the face of the haters, you could say he definitely, I mean, he was a two star didn't have a lot of, he didn't have any other D one offers. I don't think. Um, so it would be a nice underdog story for sure, but it, it gives hope for little guys like me and coach. O. yeah. And you still, Oh, was that wait, coach? Oh, you still what? cooking? What's going on? He's cooking the beer. I think he unmuted it for a second just to say his own name. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, I'm just trying to imitate him. Oh, that yeah. was you. Oh, that's, As that's homage. pretty good. As an homage. That's good. Homage. Yeah, that's, that's they spell it different good. in Louisiana. Sure, 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 sure. Um, it's E A U X Maj. Right. Yeah, I mean that's only natural they would spell it like that. Um, let's see, Demarcus Lodge like hurdled over a dude. That was a play that I saw. Uh, I mean, really, guys, I don't know. I I want to talk more about this game, the Kent State game, that is. But there's just I don't know what to talk about in games like this where. Not that much happened. It was just kind of a slog. You get through it, try to get the win, and that's the most important thing, you know? The defense still looked really, really bad, even though I Kent State so, only scored yeah. 15. But I did notice Kent State going forward on fourth down, like, a lot. And I wonder, you know, part of me thinks that the legit teams we play will kind of have too much pride to do that. You know, they'll, they're they going to do it the right way, quote-unquote, because uh, that's just how, you know, big-name coaches operate generally. But I think if, some, if someone really hated – Ole Miss, a coach, they could they could easily go for it and, and probably achieve at least 50% of fourth down conversions. I mean, that's just – that seems to be the way it's going to go against our defense. It's hard to imagine them stopping too many teams on fourth down, um, which is a bad sign if you don't know. Uh, if your defense if – if the offense is not scared of getting stopped on fourth down, that's a, that's a good sign that your defense is pretty much useless. It's a turnstile defense. Um Shout out to all the first-time listeners, uh, no-time football watchers. That's how it works. No, C- Coach O's not going to go for it on fourth. Speak on that. He's old school. Yeah, he's I agree. going to. Uh, he does the uh, the fullback dive. That's his. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's he's a 1960s coach. Well, you talked about Joe Barrow. Um, let's talk about LSU a little bit. Uh, he's a he's a game manager type. You know, they don't have the necessarily big name. Running back, they've had recently with Geis and obviously Fournette and guys like that. Uh, but I'm sure whoever they're playing will, is going to have, you know, combined 250 yards out of their running backs against this defense. So I don't think it really it matters if you're an Ole Miss fan that they don't have the big name RB because I guarantee you, whoever LSU is recruited at running back is going to look really good against this defense. Um, I guess encouraging signs for Ole Miss, LSU is having some problems on the offensive line i've read a lot of people saying their best offensive linemen's definitely out of the game they have some other offensive linemen that are questionable going to be calling on backups um won't really matter that much if, if old miss's defensive line isn't able to get anything going uh which has been the case in a lot of games this season but i mean if you're looking for some sort of an opening for old miss i think that's it the defense of lsu is a question mark to me i think they're really good uh, but I've also spoken with people that say maybe they're a little overrated. Um, I mean, we're going to, I mean, we'll see. They could easily shuttle Miss's offense down like Alabama did. I still think that uh, Longo Ball has some question marks when it comes to playing marquee defenses. Um, you know, they scored a little bit on LSU last year, but a lot of that came in garbage time. Same with Auburn last year. Obviously, they haven't been able to score at all really against Alabama for two years now. Um, so 
We'll see. I mean, we talked about the Alabama game being a good test of this offense. Well, they failed that test. <laughs> they failed. It was pretty bad. They get another test here. They're going to be in front of a raucous crowd. I don't know if you heard Coach O talking about how it's going to be. They're going to be crazy in there. I mean, LSU fans are known to uh, imbibe a little bit before these night games. I've never been. I really want to go to a game in Death Valley at night. Hop in the car. Go to this one. Maybe Saturdays. Well, I'm sure Ryan, our friend Ryan, who listens to every podcast you put out. Shout Shout out out to Ryan. Shout out. And Clay Hall again. He told me to take Alabama, but I didn't. Yeah. He said it was free money. It was right. But I'm going up to visit them this weekend in Memphis, so I'll be taking in the game. Well, I'll load up. Go up there. You'll load up. Come back down. Uh, yeah, and I mean, love Clay. He's obviously, like I said, the gambling expert. We got to get him on the show to uh to pick some games sometimes. But you know, uh, when they say things are locks, they're not always locks. Um, you know, I happened to be texting with Clay on Saturday night. He told me Mississippi State minus six in the second half versus Kentucky was a lock, and it turned out not be so much of a lock. And that's why they call it gambling. No, that's just that's a phrase people say. That's why they call it. That's the whole phrase. Maybe I'm missing the last word. Hmm. I'm interested. I, okay, this one's over my head. Uh, yeah, okay, well, that'll be fun. It'll be fun to go up to Memphis. Um, other key, other things about this game, LSU has a defensive back named Greedy Williams, which is very oh, cool. Oh, can we bring Coach O back for that one? Uh, let me see. Game? Let me text him and see if he can Tell take him to, a break. Tell him to the mute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach, can you hear us? What do you, what do you got to say about Greedy Williams? Oh, he's greedy for the football. Greedy Williams, he gonna have three interceptions. Thanks. My, I don't know what's happening. My my accent is uh, it's not as good as at the beginning of the show, but I I wouldn't say it's not as good. It's a little. It's you're, you. It kind of sounds more like you're smiling, Coach. Probably just because you've been enjoying. Oh, well. You're enjoying being in the kitchen. Listen, you got you know listening to the show live. I know you're a big fan, so it's probably cool to kind of hear it being recorded and stuff like that. So you boys make me laugh. I miss John. I wish I wish I could go to Germany with John and eat his – eat. no, not his, but Wiener Schnitzel with him. A schnitzel, yeah. I don't want to eat his schnitzel. Uh, something I always – Not that there's suspect. any wrong with eating other men's schnitzels. But. Okay, Coach. Hey, maybe go back. I hear, I'm hearing the, the onions and the celery. I'll maybe go back on mute a little bit there, Coach. Thank all you, right, Coach. All right, okay. Don't. All right. Thank you, Coach. Uh yeah, there, thanks that again. Guy is, he's uh, electric. A little bit problematic. Huh? Electric. I, I think maybe at times I wish that you would you could have asked him some questions as well. But yeah, that maybe another time. Uh, did you see his tweets about Bill Cosby today? Are you serious? I did not. Well, he didn't say Cosby, but he tweeted free Bill. What do you think that's about? Ooh, hmm. I mean, good. Okay, question. I'm I, sorry. I'm kidding. I know it's not true. That's libel, Coach. Don't sue me. Hey, coach is not. So, we got. I know, we got, coach. So we got coach, coach is with me. They locked guy. him up. Lock him up. It's so good. No, yeah, coach is not, and he says sorry. He just mouthed sorry. Over. Don't worry about it, coach. It's all good. Um. All right. So that's the LSU game. It's a game. big day for uh, people named William. I'm on your podcast. Speak on that. Bill Cosby went to jail. Well, it's also did go to jail. Get this. Will Smith's fiftieth birthday today. Did not know. So do you have like a a people named Will Google alert? How do you get this bill? Okay, these? maybe because it's also William Faulkner's one hundred twenty first birthday, which I guess he's a zombie now. But hmm. you know that should be our mascot, huh? Zo- zombie Will Bill Faulkner. That would be pretty cool. William Faulkner would be a decent choice for an Ole Miss mascot. Although I don't know if I can think of any mascots that are just like singular people, you know? But is, is on field, like it's going to look too much like well, Colonel Reb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also I say that, but I learned something interesting this weekend. We were visiting our friends, uh, Scott Ray and AB beam in Denton, Texas. Uh, you know, they're, Ooh, people they're I love UNT, UNT folks. Uh, and I was, we were asking about the UNT football name, UNT undefeated, by the way, four and Uh, they are the mean green, uh, that's the kind of like their version of the Crimson Tide. That's their team name, uh, named after Mean Joe Green, I believe. So, you know, my first thought: you're kind of telling on yourself there that you've only had one good player ever, and he was so good that you just changed the team name to his name. Uh, that would be like if if Ole Miss was like the the Archies or something, but whatever. Ole that's... Miss Archie Mannings. Yeah, so I guess what I'm saying is it's not out of the question. They could be the uh, the Fighting Faulkners. That would be that would be pretty cool. 
I think it's time to change the mascot again. I think uh, you keep changing the mascot every season until you until you win a national championship. It's like a it's like baseball superstition. Like that didn't work. Got to get a new lucky sock this year. Got to can't get a wait new for our fifty third mascot that we keep forever. It's gonna be great. It'll be worth football, it. Football won't be around in fifty three years. Huh? Oh, we gotta hope it won't. Yeah, or it'll be played by robots that can't you know feel pain or get CTE or something. All right, esports. Hey, what's up, Ole Miss? We got some esports thing yeah, going I saw on. Yeah, huh? Ole Miss esports team. Uh, they've had it for a while. I don't know exactly what the news is, but it seems like kind of getting more formal. I guess that's cool. Very cool. Um, I mean, just jumping around. I'm into it. Electric sports. I love it. Electrify the sports. Yeah. There you go. It's like uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, you're right. Electric sports. Um. Before we get into the lines of the week and the games from last week and all that, just some jumping around stuff. Ole Miss basketball gets a big commitment today. Uh, small forward dude column. He's the a, dude. A four star. He's a real hell of a dude. Uh, his name. His name is Dude. I think Antavian is his is his first name, but everybody calls him Dude. Uh, good gift for Cameron for sure. He's like a top one thirty guy. Um, kind of a, a stretch four. I believe I'm using that terminology correctly. Jacob uh, Threadgill, if I'm wrong, just give me a text on that one. Correct me, please. Uh, basically, you know, can can play down low and bank for rebounds, stuff like that. Also has a little bit of an outside shot, it would seem. And Ole Miss is in on a few other uh, big names, I guess you could say, for this basketball class. Um, I was looking at the roster today. I, I like uh, what Kermit's done with it. Kept some good players from the Kennedy era. Devontae got Schuller. rid of some scrubs. <laughs> yeah, opened up some roster space, you could say, um, for some guys like Henson, Blake Henson, I think is his name. Um, I'm forgetting a couple other of the, of the players that, that look to be, that could be contributors. Um, so, yeah, things are moving in the right direction, I guess. As, as, as I'm ready as for uh, Schuler's breakout year. Hell yeah, I love I love, really, some, I love uh, some Devontae Schuler, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, as, as well as things could be going before they played a game, I guess you could say, um, I think they, they get started here in what, maybe a month and a half or so, probably a little bit. Yeah. Probably about a month and a half if I had to guess. Um, so it'd be here before you know it, uh, it'll be basketball season again and we can, uh, we can switch to a new sport to somewhat get our hopes up and then just kind of be, be crushed again. Do you think uh, by basketball season or sometime in basketball season this year mm-hmm. you can get your web admin Sean Ray on the pod finally? I would hope so. I mean, he is a he is a basketball fan, as we know. Um, just from he might be late to the Ole Miss news every now and then, but he he keeps up. Uh, he's clocking it. Trust me. He's I'm, call, cl- I'm calling he's, you out, Sean. Come on air. He's clocking and correct it. Correct yeah, me. Sean's always uh, just lurking behind the scenes. I liked how you tried to get him to come on the show tonight. Uh, he was kind of going to be our, our third guest before we were able to get the big coach O get. Uh, and his response was um, he'll he'll stay behind the scenes, I think he said. So yeah, love, love having him behind the scenes on this episode. Uh, he is producing the whole thing. He's sitting in the Skype conversation. Uh, chilling. No, no mic. Yeah, just behind the scenes here. But uh, we do appreciate Sean. As I mentioned uh, last week, recently redesigned our website, LandSharksAfterDark.com. Uh, just another place you can find our show in addition to iTunes, SoundCloud, ArmchairAllAmericans.com, stuff like that. Our, our philosophy is uh, instead of having a 1,000 listeners, why don't we have a 1,000 places to listen? Because it's pretty much the same thing, right? So that's that's basically the what, – And a 1,000 guests. And a 1,000 – yeah, and just kind of like an open line, like an open Discord channel – type audio style for the show uh let's talk about some games that happened this week georgia beats mizzou 43 29 hey good for mizzou scoring 29 i mean i know they have a great offense so it seems like it's a that's a real thing uh michigan back in the win column then nebraska 0 and 3 i believe michigan walloped them 56 to 10 alabama beat a&m a&m did manage to score 23 points Held Alabama to only forty-five, so a much better result than Ole Miss. That was a fun game to watch. That's what, I was kind of yeah. watching that. I was waiting on Ole Miss to resume. Right, that was at the two thirty CBS game. I'm thinking. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so definitely, you know, bad news for Ole Miss having to play against Texas A&M later in the season. It seems like they uh, probably probably better than Ole Miss. Um, obviously, we will talk about the night game in a second, trying to get through these games. Oh, I want to talk about this. 
Texas Tech up to number 25 in the polls, beating Oklahoma State 41-17. to Love uh, it. Love it. Very surprising results. Uh, I think after Ole Miss beat Texas Tech in the opener, a lot of people were pegging them to basically fall off the map and win like four games or something. Uh, no, they're 3-1 they're and one with that loss to Ole Miss being the one. Talked last week about how they beat Houston. That was a pretty impressive victory. Uh, and then beating Oklahoma State, it's, it's a great win. They're moving in the right direction. So good for Cliff. Maybe he's going to keep his job after all. kind of seems likely at this point. Uh, and, and makes Ole Miss look better by the transitive property. So there you go. Um, if Ole Miss just, just kind of slides the rest of the season, we can just all agree that Jalen Jones was the key to the season. And uh, without him, we were lost. Um, LSU Kent beat State's going to end up winning Division Three. Yeah, title, so sure. Can't... Why not? Yeah, um, I, I think, I think Kent State's FBS though. Whoops. Right. Surely, because we already played uh, SIU. It's FCS. Surely we can't play two FCS teams. No. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they're in the being... Kent State's uh-huh. in the MAC. I want to apologize to Kent State. Thank it's you. Just things yeah. called Kent have been on my nerves lately. We'll talk about this. Oh yeah, speak, the end of... speak on that. Oh, we're gonna talk about it later. Know. Okay. All right. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um. Oklahoma edges out Army at 28-21. There was a big upset, though, right? Old Dominion. Where's I'm looking for that game. Did you hear about this? Uh, yeah. Uh, they busted my basketball bracket last spring. Oh, really? I don't know. What happened? <laughs> uh, usually people think them the upset in basketball. Right. Uh, they beat who – they, who they beat? Hold on one second here. Uh, oh yeah, they beat Virginia Tech, beat Justin Fuente, uh, forty nine to thirty five. That's a huge one for them. Oh. Uh, rough, um, big upset this week. Uh, let's see, Auburn beat Arkansas thirty four to three, but you wouldn't know it from some of the uh, the takes coming out of the Arkansas media. I read a column yesterday that uh, the teams were extremely even, and uh, and Chad Morris is a better coach than Gus Malzahn. Uh, despite thirty-four to three, thirty-four to three didn't tell the whole story. So there you go. That's your Arkansas Damn. homer take. Get those boys to the Clarion Ledger. <laughs> and they said it was only uh, only special teams that, that made that difference. The offenses and defenses were extremely similar, uh, e- e- equitable. Yeah. And how and, many uh, points did the Auburn special team score? <laughs> I think I think several. And they set them up for some short drives, I guess. But still, special teams okay. is part of the game. Uh, you can't just declare a moral victory. Because one of the three units did really terribly, but the other two were okay. Uh, we'll have Austin Miller on to defend his hogs. Uh, I won't talk too much about him without anybody here to defend him. Uh, here's the game I was referencing earlier. Mississippi State loses at Kentucky 28-7. First loss of the season for the Bulldogs. The Wildcats are undefeated after beating Florida last week and now Mississippi State. Um, I, did, I watched some of this game. Uh, we were at a bar in Denton. Got it on one of the TVs. Uh, it, obviously it was definitely closer than the scoreline indicates. Uh, I think at least 14 of those points were in garbage time in the fourth quarter. Benny Snell had all four of Kentucky's touchdowns. Uh, Kentucky's an interesting team. They kind of, they're kind of like a poor man's, uh, Mississippi state 2014 when, when they were undefeated or yeah, when they were undefeated and ranked number one and Dak was so good because Dak definitely more of a passer, and the guy Kentucky has, but they they power run. Uh, I think Benny Snell is probably a better running back than Josh Robinson who they had there. But they're gonna they're gonna run it a lot. They're gonna you know push you around on the offensive line. They're gonna throw it when they have to. Um, you know they haven't gotten behind anybody yet this year, so they've kind of just been able to go with their their run game first and foremost. Who is um, for I can't believe I can't think of his name. Um, Mississippi State's Limpy quarterback, Limpy, uh, not Wimpy. Nick uh, Nick Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald, yeah. So he wants to be Benny Snell, huh? <laughs> I don't know if he wants. I don't know if he wants be. to be. I mean, Fitzgerald could definitely play like wide receiver, or I guess, I guess running back. You don't see too many like six five white running backs, but he's a great runner. Uh, you know, a little bit after the injury, maybe uh, a little bit, a little bit less prolific of a runner, but still, I mean, that's definitely his strength. And yeah, that is a problem for Mississippi State. Um, Fitzgerald's not a great passer, and they don't have great pass catchers either. Um, you know, they have probably, they probably have better receivers than last season with some of the guys they brought in like, uh, Gidry, the Juco guy. Um, he, he seems fine, but they, they, they drop a lot of balls. Fitz is not a great passer. I know a lot of Mississippi state fans have kind of placed the blame on Moorhead in this game. It was raining. 
at Kroger Field, Kentucky, and uh, you know they they threw the ball a lot more than they ran the ball. Um, they do have good running backs with Kylan Hill and Aris Williams. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think this is probably just one. Kentucky is like pretty good. I mean, they broke the Florida losing streak. That's that's something. Soups has been there a long time. Soups knows how to coach in the SEC, at least you know up to a Kentucky level. Um, and, and I think there's some growing pains when you have a new coach and a new system like Moorhead at State. So, uh, not a shocking loss, um, I guess, unless you're a Mississippi State fan that thought this was a season that a new coach is going to come in and take you to the playoff or whatever. And I'm really but not. But they have so much talent. They do. I mean, they have a lot of talent. I I think they lack talent in some important areas. Um, like obviously, coach, what? Qu- quarterback. What? Well, another thing that happened in that game is their offensive line got like super abused by Kentucky's defensive line. That's another thing as I say about Kentucky is they have a really good defense, um, and, and that's something that that good teams, you know, if you can play good defense and run the ball effectively, you can win a lot of games and just kind of uh, cover up the the passing deficiency. So I think that's what Kentucky's doing so far. Um, it's working out for them. Just ball, just uh, you know, time of possession control. Um, grind it, ground and pound when you need to. Uh, yeah, rough loss for State. They get to turn around this week, play Florida at home. I know State fans have had this one circle for a long time since Mullen left. I want to go uh, to this game. The damn Mullen more Bowl. than it's, the Ole Miss LSU game. I, I want to go to this. Super game. sold out. I think the State's gonna have a lot of fans in Starkville for that that Florida game. So that should be fun. And they're honoring um Jackie Cheryl right. at, at halftime. Time. Yeah, it's a great troll move from Cohen there. Got to respect that. Yeah. Um, I want to make a shout out, but I don't, I don't know. You, I'm going to try and convey to you what I'm going to, sh- who I'm going to shout out. And you tell me if it's oh, safe or not. Cause oh I don't want to put my personal life on the line. It's a message board, a tinfoil hat. You may, y'all may mention it on here. I don't know. Ooh, yeah. What go ahead. I don't know what you're talking. Just go for it. Who you shout, shout out to elite dogs. Yeah. We, uh, t- we talk about elite already- dogs all the time. Come on. I love it. Yeah, I know y'all do. Uh, proud to be silly. I know I hadn't you, been silly you, yet. You I've been trolled. serious this me. whole yeah, podcast. Yeah, been, you have been. Silly. Yeah, you kind of playing the straight man yeah. kind of thing. But I love their thread about Miss Dan Mullen yet. Um, oh yeah, the Wesson sent it out. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good stuff. Um, well, I think more more of them than not were not we're still on Moorhead's side, I guess. Yeah. Well, and I think the most prescient points there are still like, well, we offered Dan a bunch of money and he still left. So what's, he the, still point? Left. Yeah. what's the point of yeah. missing him? Uh I, yeah, there obviously that board was just a shit show after that loss, as it is as every old miss board is after every old miss loss, you know, but um I think it's definitely worse for them because so many of them had talked themselves into thinking that, that they were gonna Maybe not go undefeated, but they didn't think they were going to lose to Kentucky. You know, like they thought, well, maybe we can lose to Alabama. Uh, you know, maybe one other game, go ten and two, eleven and one. And they, they could still go eleven and one. Uh, probably going to be hard to win at Tuscaloosa. If they have to go to Baton Rouge as well, um, with a kind of one dimension, one dimensional attack. We'll find out. Uh, well, I guess what I liked was that they all were like, Dan just lost to him too. Yeah, it's all good. That's yeah, exactly. What one him back? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, well, this is his first year, that place. But it's more than its first year, too. These things are tough. Um, I, I'll give you a story before you go to Lions of the Week. Well, uh, something that I'm watching in college football. If you don't know, we talked about it on the show before, but this is the first year of the NCAA having this new redshirt rule that says you can play in four games uh, and still redshirt automatically. There's no approval process or anything. Pretty interesting. Uh, I think we're seeing something play out. Um, that I didn't necessarily predict, but I'm sure people saw this coming. So it's now week five. Four games have been played. What that means is if you're not happy with what's going on with your team, uh, you can just stop playing now, and this won't count as a year that you played. The The top wide receiver at Arkansas has decided he's going to transfer. He played in four games. Now he's redshirting the season, going to go somewhere else. I forget his name. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know, right? I just saw, and so I'm interested in, and I'll get to this in a second, but uh, I just saw um, Kelly Bryant. I don't know if this is what's going on, but he's kind of the uh, the senior, older quarterback at Clemson uh, that's that's getting usurped a lot of the time by uh, what's his face, Trevor, whatever his name is. Their their freshman that's so good. Um, I, he did, he didn't show up to practice today, so maybe he's thinking something similar. I'm wondering if Ole Miss is gonna have any kids try to do this. 
I have no idea. But if you notice anybody not playing but also not injured starting this week, there's a there's a possibility there. So basically, they've created like a somewhat more of a free agency system in college football. One step closer towards that, I guess you could say, which I'm fine with. I mean, the kids should be able to play wherever they want to play. I think you have to balance that against schools, you know, having unfair advantages, recruiting against each other during the season, kind of undermining the entire system. Uh, but it's hey, it's a shitty, crooked system, anyways. Who really cares that much? But yeah, uh, I'm I'm for more player autonomy, definitely. I mean, yeah, just in general, I agree. Their bargaining power is so low. But it's it's an interesting storyline to follow here in college football as uh as the season goes on, first year of it. Um, all right, so that was a little last thing I wanted to hit on before we move into these uh, lines of the week sponsored by MyBookie. Don't forget, head over to MyBookie.ag, uh, use our promo code SHARK25, uh, just S-H-A-R-K, and then number two, number five when you sign up. Uh, it's going to help you out, going to give you some sign-up bonuses, some deposit match like I mentioned before. It also helps us out here on the show. Um, you know, so we can, we can keep doing this for you every week. Cause, uh, it's fun, but, uh, you know, daddy needs a new pair of shoes. You know what I'm saying? All right. Code so, shark 25. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-895-PISS. You're going to edit this out. This we're stealing from another edit, podcast. I'm not going to edit shit out. What the, I don't know what, what if, wouldn't that be this cool is if Friday people, rolling or something? People I'm not should call this. that number in. Okay. Can we talk about that before lines of the week? Yeah, go ahead. Let's Same speak on that. Piece. What's going on with What's going on with Friday Rolling? It's been on I a know. hiatus, right? This is Will Bedwell's podcast. Yeah. Especially the people paying $5 a month for the premium. Mm-hmm. And we haven't had an episode in five weeks. Wait, there's, not, that's weeks. Not a, there's, no, there's no Patreon. Obviously not, because we're not recording lately. Um, okay, I was going to say, I had to Google it to make sure I didn't miss the announcement of the Patreon. Right, go on. I'm not saying it's over. But it's like my co-host Kent took my pet dog and he tied me to a chair first and then he took my pet dog and skinned it alive and then made it watch as he fed me its fur. And we're going to come back. I just got to get Kent on board. I don't know. That was a graphic and interesting uh, analogy there. So the podcast is the dog and he's tied you up and he skinned the podcast. And now right. the podcast has to watch while he feeds you the skin. Or is Wesson the dog? Wesson might be the dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Wesson might be the new co-host, Kent. Hey, spoilers. A big announcement time. Wouldn't that be something? We'll see. We'll see. Wouldn't we all love our friend Wesson to be the uh, the co-host instead of, I don't what I forgot his name. It's not important. Um, and I love you, Kent. I miss you. I came and watched right, the Saints with right. you on Sunday. Okay. All right. Okay. That's, not, of the that's week. not what this is about. This isn't about... Uh, you know, Sorry, some my sort of stuff. an earnest appeal. No, it's, it can be about your stuff. We just need to. It needs to be, uh, you know, adversarial. We're not. We're not trying to make this nice. This is not a. This is not time to send a nice message right, to Ken. Yeah, That's not what yeah. we're doing here. Exactly. You, you dirty dog skinner. Yeah. Thank, thank you for yeah bringing it back to that. Very good analogy. You'd start. Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. Yeah, well, that's kind of what the show's all about: is uh, you know confessions and and also celebrity interviews, as we know. Starting with this show. This episode. Um, so yeah, lines of the week. We're on my bookie. We got them open. Oh, let's see here. Thursday night, the 27th, we got North Carolina versus Miami, Florida. North Carolina is real bad this year. Miami's minus 18. Don't care at all, but, you know, it's a Thursday game, so that makes it notable. Oh, that's fun. In a similar in a similar tone, uh, similar note, we got Memphis versus Tulane and UCLA versus Colorado on Friday night. So uh, some 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 decent entertainment to at least have on the TV come Thursday and Friday. Uh, let's see Memphis minus fourteen over Tulane. I have no idea, but I expect Memphis to cover that. I think Tulane scared someone earlier. They did, yeah. They, it was uh, I watched it. Um, they Tulane ended up losing in overtime, but I don't think they, the team they were playing was uh, on Memphis's level. But I for, I forget who it was. I think that game was more even. Is that a Friday game in Memphis? Uh, it might be at Tulane from looking at this, but I can't tell easily on my bookie. But not that it's still a great site, though. Obviously, obviously. Um, I believe the way it works is the away team is the top entry, and the the home team is the bottom entry. In which case, it would be at Tulane. So just a little okay insight into my thought process there. I don't want to go to that game 
Friday while I'm in Memphis. <laughs> I'm well, just making sure. If it's in New I'm Orleans, to get that again. off the table. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. There you go. Um, I would probably take Memphis on that one. You take Memphis minus 14. Okay. All right. Oh, we got Kent State plus 7.5 at Ball State. So there you go. You big Kent State fans now that we got him in the win column. Hey, that's that's a lock, y'all. They're covering that. Yeah, that's a Kent State. Go bet your landlord's there. house on that one. <laughs> Just, uh, uh, exactly. Uh, kind of a disclaimer here. Uh, I don't ever think you should take our advice on what games to gamble on, but probably especially not this episode. I don't. Ever since my co-host stopped recording my podcast with me Friday Roll, uh-huh. people have asked me for there advice you. on sports betting. There you go. You should just start doing freelance my bookie ads and using our code. I don't see the downside there, there for anybody. It's a one-win. I'm a team player. Exactly. I, I appreciate you letting me coming on. Exactly. I'm you can always – yeah, this is – yeah, exactly. This is a little just payback. All right. Um, Moving right along, looking for any games of interest. Clemson minus 24 hosting Syracuse. This is of note because, of course, Clemson's only regular season loss last year was at Syracuse. Um, I don't expect that to be repeated again this year, but worth pointing out. I think Syracuse's um, been sucking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Syracuse. There you you go. know, their mascot, the Syracuse Suckers. <laughs> yeah, all right, we're going to move right past that one. Uh, Duke is minus five, hosting Virginia Tech. I think uh, the Hokies bounce back from that Old Dominion game. Curry, give me the points in that one. Uh, again, these are even more speculative than usual. We're, uh, I'd say we're lacking a... Uh, a sports that's expert, I would say, on this episode. Hey, Obviously, I'm, Coach I'm a blue, I'm a blue devil for life because Kent likes UNC. So there you go. Wow, this has really turned into a <laughs> sound like a scorned lover type deal going on here with Kent. I didn't realize it was not, it was care. this raw. I thought you were you were over it more. Care. Okay, all right. Well, uh, there's that. Uh, <laughs> um, South Carolina plus two, meaning Kentucky is uh, favored by two points here. At Kentucky, I honestly I like uh, I like Boom in this one. I like Muschamp and the Gamecocks to uh, cover that that two points and probably beat Kentucky. Like I said, I think Kentucky's good, but I think they'll lose to South Carolina and Georgia. And hell, they could go ten and two. Other than that, that would be a great season. But yeah, I think they can beat Louisville to end the year. Um, Mizzou might be the swing game for them. Uh, I don't know what other West team they play. They might play A and M, so maybe maybe nine and three is is more realistic there. I'm staying away from that game. Oh yeah, the line's too close. It's too close know. for you. You don't like a close line. Okay, I like South Carolina to win, so give me the points in that one. Um, I like those lines that are so big. There's no way it could happen, and then I get screwed and yeah, lose just, a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that. That's yeah. that's my kind of excitement. You love to lose. Florida State minus six and a half at Louisville kind of gives you insight into how bad Louisville is this year because Florida State is garbage. I have no idea what's going to happen in that game. Here's a here's a blockbuster non-SEC game, which you obviously don't care about on this show. But hell, uh, Ohio State at Penn State. The Buckeyes are minus four. Uh, should be a good one. I don't know. I, Ohio State probably wins that game. I don't know if they cover. Um, that's that's a big name matchup. Got to take the Buckeyes for the web admin, Sean. You're right. You're right. That's right. We're doxing you, Sean. <laughs> uh, Georgia minus 31 and a half, hosting the hapless Tennessee Vols. Uh, I think 31 and a half. I think Georgia probably covers that covers. as well. The over under is 52, so that kind of tells you how much respect they have for Tennessee's ability to score there. Uh, that's, that's rough. Um, ooh, Southern Miss at Auburn. Oh, this is the game. The Golden, Kent, the Golden again, Eagles, please. I, I need to say, yeah, he's going to be torn between uh, his real school and his chosen school, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. The Golden Eagles plus 27. You know, I think Auburn wins this game easily, but if you told me Southern Miss covered, I think it would make sense. Auburn's probably, uh, you know, they just beat Arkansas 34-3. to You're probably not putting too much emphasis on this game versus Southern Miss, so that's something is- to watch. The what's the over under on that? Uh, fifty four. Okay, okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Right. Yeah, I like taking uh, Southern to beat that spread. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think it's conceivable, but Auburn could also win by seven touchdowns. Who knows? 
Right. Um, and all, and they're, Auburn's playing Mississippi State the next week. So yeah, so maybe they might be looking ahead. ahead. So I like that. I like Southern. Or uh, they get them confused. It's just these two Mississippi schools. They think this week is State and next week Southern. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a movie type mix-up. Um, oh, my God. And then the week after that. Oh, they play Tennessee. Never mind. Yeah, not as interesting. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that part of Auburn's. I mean, of Tennessee's schedules. Tennessee always plays Bama as their cross conference, and then they got Auburn this year too. So, great draw for uh, first year head coach there, Jeremy Pruitt. He gets both Alabama teams out of the East. That is that is rough. <laughs> um, let's see here. Bama hosting UL Lafayette. I believe they like to just be called Louisiana these days. I think I'm thinking of the right team there. I remember the Raging Cajuns played them in baseball. That super regional 2014. Uh, Alabama minus 48. Um, I think La- Louisiana probably covers that. I doubt. Yeah, I don't Bama's think Saban's going to do that. Too juice for it. But then again, I mean, the A&M game was what, only like three scores, so maybe. Maybe that'll light a fire under them, and they'll go big. Who knows? Yeah, A and M beat the spread. Um, yeah, so there you so. go. Um, a lot of not interesting games. Texas Tech hosting West Virginia. Uh, Will Greer is the is a the quarterback there. They're, they're a good offensive team, but uh, only favored by three and a half is West Virginia. So kind of a sign of the uh, increasing respect for Texas Tech. Got to travel all the way across the country to play in Lubbock, so uh, that's something to watch there. If uh, it could be, a, it's an opportunity for another huge win for Kingsbury and the Red Raiders. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, I mentioned the undefeated Mean Green of North Texas. They're hosting Louisiana Tech. Uh, they're minus seven and a half. Um, hell, I mean, keep it going. I guess Louisiana Tech seems like more of a challenge than Liberty, who they had last week, though. And oh, Louisiana Tech might be better than Arkansas, so I don't know. Um, could be could be a chance there for Seth Luttrell and the Mean Green to get their first loss. Um, Florida at Mississippi State. Uh, right now on my bookie, you can get Florida plus eight and a half if you're into that sort of thing. If you like the Bulldogs to cover, minus eight and a half. You know, I get some of that with the home field advantage. Uh, I still think State's probably overrated there. I mean, hell, maybe they turn it around play at home, you know, it's quiet on offense, you know, they're probably hoping for better weather than they had in Lexington, but still eight and a half is uh, kind of a lot of points for two teams that I see as being fairly even. Um, Do you think game, 5 p.m. game, what? the game, I guess I've seen people mention this already on the interwebs, mm-hmm. but the game changer could be Dan Mullen just understanding so well Mississippi State. Yeah, I, I do think uh, Dan efficiencies. Dan Mullen knows what Mississippi, like you said, but specifically Nick Fitzgerald can and can't do as the quarterback there. Um, You know, after watching that Kentucky game, it it does seem like the the formula for beating state, uh, which is it's been very similar for years now under Mullen and and with Mullen's personnel. So under Moorhead, that hasn't changed a lot. You just need to load the box, kind of dare them to pass on you. You know, Dak could do that. Fitzgerald, not as much, you know, I think if you load the box against State, try to shut down their run game, um, they're, they're not going to burn you that often in the passing game, maybe five or six big passes per game. But if you have a big offense, you can score as well. I have no idea how Mullen's offense is going to play against right. Mississippi State can, defense. Can Florida score? I want to say yes, but I don't know. Um, obviously, they lost to Kentucky too. But still, I think these, this is a fairly even matchup. The crowd's going to be – Juiced, like I said, starts at 5 p.m. Almost doesn't play till eight. Uh, so definitely flip that game on the TV for uh, some early evening view, and I think that's going to be a good one. Um, those fans are going to be out for blood. Over under is 50 and a half here on my bookie. Um, Ole Miss and LSU. The line opened around two touchdowns, I think, on my bookie. It slid to LSU minus 12. Uh, I don't think Ole Miss covers that line. I know I was right? po- Pollyanna, oh, eternal, eternal optimist in that Alabama game, but uh, I expect LSU to run for a lot, and then uh, when they get tired of that, play action for a 50-yard bomb. Uh, and I have no idea how Ole Miss is going to look on offense against their defense. Like I mentioned they moved the ball a little bit last year against LSU, but we'll see. It's going to be, like we said, in Death Valley. It's going to be very loud, very raucous, uh, very 
filled with the fumes of uh, dark spirits. Whiskey. And, and rebel blood. Whoa, coach. Oh, thanks, coach. Thanks oh, for chiming God. in there, coach. Yeah, all right, back on mute, please. Um, let's see. Any other games worth talking about? Yeah, we got uh, Arkansas at Texas A&M. The Aggies minus 20 and a half. I, I wouldn't bet on that. That line's kind of in the weird in-between area, but I expect A&M to cover until Arkansas does something different. Um, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that that A- that A&M can, can beat Arkansas by 20 and a half at home. Honestly, it seems a little bit low, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm just waiting on the Arkansas on this game. Yeah, I mean, we you got to think. We need that one SEC win, baby. You got to think that's a game that both teams are going to have circled as a, a possibility to get their lone league wins mm-hmm. of the year. So, yeah, that should be a, should be a knockdown drag out right there. Um, yeah, those are your lines of the week sponsored by my bookie. Go ahead over there, guys. Use our code shark 25. Get your bets in, uh, some decent games this weekend. Uh, I'm excited for a lot of these should be a good time. Um, let's see what else are we talking about? Well, you mentioned the States game. How was that? They won. Oh, they, that Drew, was super Drew Brees. fun. Yeah. Over pulled it out against the Falcons. Correct. Shout out to my favorite geriatric quarterback. He is getting on up there. Still younger than Brady, though, I want to say. I could be wrong on that. But they're they're both in their 40s. Yeah, I went to a real cool bar called the Rusty Nail. And, um, gosh, it looked like a shithole from the outside. But it was such a nice big bar. And um, I was just wearing my casual Sunday Hawaiian clothes. Sure. You know, Hawaiian shirt, Hawaiian pants, Hawaiian slippers. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, no Hawaiian hat. I like to let my hair breathe, but yeah. And everyone else was in black and gold. So they gave me a couple of looks, but they quickly realized who I was cheering for. Well, there's no NFL um, team in Hawaii, so you're safe there. Yeah. And, and there was a raffle going on. Um, and Kent won. He won a free, nice saints polo. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah, I wish I had, I need can, some saints. He can wear it in hell as far as I'm concerned. Right. But it was, you know what I want? I saw is a dude in front of me and he was the most, um, into the game i thought he almost broke the tv at one point um, oh my god like the it was well like a in overtime t- how was he gonna break guess, it yeah with his um like with his glass this, on it? oh my god yeah but uh well they called back the touchdown to win in overtime right. with the yeah. saints to put it on the half yard line and then uh-huh. they won Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. And then Breeze, Breeze jumped over or something like that yeah breezed into the end zone sure 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 if anyone's um, hiring uh, copy editors, you know, I'm already you. fully employed. But maybe Coach O on the I side. might know somebody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Archie Manning Saints jersey is kind of cool looking. That would be maybe yeah, I need cool. one of those. That's cool. I thought about doing the custom one with Bedwell on the back. Sure, why not? And yep. I was gonna do. You know, my number growing up was uh, forty-five. Oh, okay. Not in. Oh, hey, nice. Not in football my parents wouldn't let me play because of yeah, my good, size because you're tylen knight-esque yes <laughs> <That's> dangerous <laughs> uh, that was always my baseball number i told someone at the bar just someone i was talking to i was like yeah i might and put 45 that was always my number and they were like it's a trump thing. oh yeah yeah exactly yeah like, yeah like president i was hmm. like uh huh. i'll put now, in peach kind of the name fired resist resist 45 that's your (laughs) god what a douche would wear that as well both sides of this country are just completely terrible folks um let's discuss uh mlb playoffs got some teams that have clinched it oakland athletics are in looking really good actually your new york yankees clinched the al wild card yeah that's exciting times i mean the wild card is very stressful but it's better than not being in the playoffs at all um, you win that, and then you get to ruin Boston season. There you go. We'll get to that. The Braves clinched the NL East. They're looking great. Uh, you know, I've always kind of hated on the Braves and said very pointedly that I wasn't a Braves fan living here in Mississippi where there's so many of them, but kind of like this team. Uh, going to be interesting to watch them in the playoffs. Looking forward to seeing, like, a competent Braves team. Hopefully, Everyone make thought they run. were going to be terrible. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. The Houston Astros have clinched. Uh, the Red Sox win the AL East. You mentioned that. Uh, Yankees get a chance to win the wild card and then go against them. Uh, the Indians clinch the AL Central. I think that's all we have so far. The Cubs magic number is low. I'm not sure exactly what. Let me just give that a Google. But let's see. 
Uh, magic number five as they lose today and the Brewers win. So um, something to watch there getting into October here and postseason baseball pretty soon. Um, you know, about the time to start watching baseball. Blast Holding out hope for the Cubbies. I love, even though I'm not a fan, I love having the Cubbies back in it. It's a great of course. story. It's a, yeah, I mean, the Yankees, the Sox, and the Cubbies all in uh, the World Series, or not in the World Series, in the playoffs, I mean, that's that's classic baseball. Come on, you can't can't be mad at that. Right, just like it was in 19-12, yeah. That's right. Uh, just rotating back seamlessly to football. Baker Mayfield uh, gets to play on Thursday night. Um, after Tyrod Taylor was terrible and also maybe got hurt, but probably just got benched and, uh, wins the Browns first game in like 635 days or something, uh, you know, since the 2016 season. So that was an exciting time for, for Cleveland. And obviously Baker's a fun, uh, Johnny Menzel type figure. So it's it's good to see him having success. Hopefully he'll have a, a fun rest of his rookie season. I'm trying to just think of any sports. What is? That we're I guess here. so. Um, there's no Chad Kelly update. He's biding his time. Sure. I mean, he's the he is solidly the the backup in Denver. Paxton Lynch is gone. It's it's and, and Case Keenum is honestly kind of shit. So I wonder if if they lose a few more games uh, with Keenum just kind of being the game manager type underwhelming guy. I wonder if Chad will get a chance. I have no idea. Um, but still, I think the future's bright for Chad at this point. Uh, Ooh, I got a bold prediction. Oh, hit us up. Okay, so first off, Saints win the Super Bowl. That is bold. Somewhat bold. And even bolder, the Breezes. Drew Brees retires. Sure, is that bold? I don't know if that's bolder. He's pretty old. Well, well yeah. yeah. Equally bold, but the boldest. Some There's some trade something. Chad Kelly to Chad New Orleans. Chad Kelly to New Orleans, baby. That would be great. I mean, all Miss fans would love that. I think Saints would probably be happy with that. I mean, we obviously haven't seen Chad as a starter in the NFL, but I think he has the potential to perform in that capacity. So that would be, would be rather fun. Uh, one last storyline before we go. Uh, the Patriots are 1-2. and two. Uh, Lose to uh, Patricia, the Bill Belichick former assistant, now the head coach of the Detroit Lions. Uh, completely screwed me in fantasy. I had like Rex Burkhead, who was trash, and then Rob Gronkowski, who got like less than 10 combined points in that game. Uh, I lost by like four or three or something. So very cool. Thanks to the Patriots for, uh, you know, just being a racist organization and never coming through for me at any time. Um, yeah, hopefully they'll get back on track. This uh, is good for football. They will so. hopefully be done in 10 to 15 years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, which there there isn't, so I don't think we have to worry about that too much. Hey, they put Bill in jail today. That's right. Yeah, coming. But we're bringing I've it full circle. This, I've said it plenty of times on this podcast. Yeah, the long arc arc of justice is no, no. The arc of uh, justice is long, but it bends towards no, 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 no. no. The moral morality. arc, the moral arc of the universe is long, yes. but it bends towards justice. I believe is the quote that we mangled there for 30 full seconds. It's a Martin yeah. Luther King Jr. quote, I believe. All right. Well, I think it's a misattribution to him. I think it's someone before him, and he reused it. There's some controversy around the quote. Uh, mm, interesting. Hopefully your listeners will call in and let us know. Yeah, I mean, this is... They're fact-checking. There, I'm fact-checking. There's some... Yeah, I, I think there is some... Uh, some debate here. Theodore Parker's name that's coming up. Apparently, Obama contributed attributed it to MLK. Um, unclear. Unclear is right there. So that's some great debate for uh, the week, the coming week. Uh, yeah, talk to your friends and family about that quote. Decide, you know, what you believe. Email us, landsharksafterdark at gmail Hit us up on Twitter, sharks aftr dark, and you know, just just any any feedback you got about the show. Tell us how you felt about Coach O's performance. I I thought he he did great. Really appreciate that again, Coach. Um, and, uh, yeah, just in general, hit us up on iTunes, give us a five-star review, type in there, five-star rating, give us a good review, type in, you know, what you think about the show so other people can enjoy it along with you. We would appreciate that. Uh, Will, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on. You know, if we could have had Coach O the whole show, that would have been great, but I don't know if that's really, I mean, he had to cook and he's busy, he's game planning. Um, so I'm glad he let me talk a little. Wasn't bit. really feasible, yeah. So it was, it was great to have you, my friend. That always is uh, one of the absolute 
all-stars of the Landshark Extended Universe. Hopefully we'll be hearing you back on your own show, Friday Rolling, before too long. Uh, you want to plug anything with that? Any websites or anything people can go to or just going to lay just, dormant? Uh, if everyone would tweet at Friday underscore Rolling, mm-hmm. why are y'all not podcasting this week? It's if y'all could do that every pressure. day of the week, that would help because my co-host runs it. You think he still runs it? Despite. Well, I think he still gets the notifications. Well, yeah, so getting people to start tweeting at him, we're going to turn those off real quick, and that's just the next step towards uh, moving on to a more productive yeah. future. But, yeah, thanks so much. I had so much fun tonight. Oh, yeah, man. Well, I feel like I'm always, back in the game. Oh, it was an absolute pleasure. Yeah, you got to keep those uh, those vocal, those broadcasting chops warmed up. You know, when you're not doing your own podcast, it can be easy to uh, fall out of practice. But I got to tell you, you still got your fastball. Don't worry, buddy. Um, thanks again to our sponsor, my bookie. Check him out. Uh, like I said, thanks to Will. Thanks to my co-host John in Abstentia. We miss you, buddy. Hope you're enjoying Germany. I know you're uh, listening to this and prepping your long list of corrections and uh, just reasons to call me stupid and stuff like that. And that's why the show is great. Um, so yeah, c- come back next week. John may or come, may not and, be and, come at me, John. Yeah. Come, the, the Come down to the swamp, fly in from Germany. We'll, the sw- we'll see you there. Back in the swamp, playing in Florida again because of the hurricane <laughs> or something. Um, so, that, yeah, thank you, Coach. Hey, thanks so much for coming on the show. A big gift for us. Thank I really you, appreciate that. Thank yeah. you, Justin. Really respectful guy, honestly, especially towards me. I've, I've appreciated the, the first name rapport Coach has with me. It's really nice. It's, it's fun to hear him say, uh, say my name. He says he's a big fan of the show and all the stuff we do, you know, but it's great to hear. Um, yeah, but we couldn't do it without you guys, the listeners. Uh, we have a great time doing this. If you couldn't, if you couldn't tell, having some fun tonight on the show. So, <laughs> thanks again for listening. Thank you, Coach O. For Will, I'm Justin. We'll talk to you again next week, folks. <laughs>